listening to Mike and John Got It Going On, a Livingston County-based podcast that's based in, well, Livingston County. And now, Mike and John. That's us, Mike Marino, John King, and we're brought to you by Firehouse Doors. Yeah. The door to quality. So what did you forget to do yesterday? Did you just make that up? No, it says it right there on the, see? The door to quality. It says it on the sign that's been hanging above us for how long? Okay. Well, see, it's behind me. It's behind me. You need to learn to read backwards. After you get the... You're right. It is like, wait, it's over (laughs) there. There. You've got to be able to read backwards. Yeah. I'll never, you get I'll never be a TV weatherman. I'll so, never be a TV weatherman. You know what? Never. You'll never be one that has to remind his buddy to do something that you forgot to text me to do yesterday when I went to my mom's. Did Remember? you leave? Did you leave the fridge doors open? I didn't leave them open, but you were supposed to remind me to check them to make sure they weren't open because that little flap. It says, you know, the doors that close together. There's a little flap there that seals it. And if that doesn't go just right, the doors don't shut right. That's not good. And you forgot to text me after my mom That's called my, the show I'm yesterday. sorry, Mike's mom. I failed. Now you know what I have to do? What? i got to go there again today and check the door. All right. <laughs> so the door could have been open. The door is open right now? It could I don't potentially know be right. open the no, entire sh- time No, right it's now? not. If she's catching this. Okay. No, it's not. I oh, checked okay. it. We're good. I'm, it's okay. Yep, it's all right. Enjoy your wine. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. Yeah, uh, I brought this today. A fork? I found or, it. Or is it time to stick a fork in us or what? <laughs> You'll see. Uh-oh. You'll see. Okay. All right. So uh, coming up today, we're going to talk to Bob Laura. Yes. Financial guru, Bob yes. Laura. He's going to try and talk us off the inflationary ledge. Deflated. <laughs> that inflationary yeah. ledge. So, yeah, everybody's concerned about inflation. Which, we'll yeah, I mean, with Bob about yeah that. A, it impacts the bottom line. But right. uh, And yeah. uh, we'll take a look at uh, some of your answers for our trivia question today that uh, we, we asked last night. We'll get to that. Uh, after John's news, Gigo News brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. All right, thank you. Here's what's going on. Former Howell Mayor Nick Proctor has filed a run for the newly created 5th District for the Livingston County Board of Commissioners that includes the City of Howell and Marion Township. Proctor has filed a run in the August 2nd GOP primary. He'll be running against current Commissioner Jay Drick. While mayor, Proctor was known for his emphasis on nonpartisan approaches to issues while still being open to points of view from both sides of the political aisle. Although not everyone agrees, Marion Township resident Casey Helton is the lone Democrat to file for the seat. When informed about Proctor's filing, she told Gigo News, I think people are tired of the same insider politics from Republicans in Livingston County, and I look forward to defeating whoever emerges from this primary. Proctor was recently named the 2021 Citizen of the Year by the Hall Area Chamber of Commerce. He's a member of the American Legion Devereaux Post 141, the Livingston County Salvation Army Advisory Board, the Board of the Livingston Arts Council, and with Hall Rotary, where he's been active with the Alzheimer's Association. After incurring criticism last week for an invocation to a Senate session, State Senator Lana Tice has doubled down and accused her critics of being, quote, groomers that sexualize children. As reported by Michigan Advance, the Brighton Township Republicans in vacation prompted three Democratic senators to walk out of the session in protest. Mallory McMorrow of Royal Oak, Dana Polhanke of Livonia, and Rosemary Bear of Beverly Hills. Now the publication's reporting Tice has gone even further with a fundraising email Monday claiming Democrats like Senators McMorrow, Polhanke, and Bear are trolls and groomers that sexualize children. McMorrow said Tice's remarks were an absolutely disgusting, vile attempt to scapegoat already marginalized kids in the state of Michigan. It's disgusting and I feel 
feels sad, unquote. Tice is facing a primary challenge this year from Mike Detmer of Howell, who has criticized Tice for accepting the results of a Senate oversight report that found no evidence of widespread fraud in the 2020 presidential election. Last week, Detmer also encouraged supporters to attend a Heartland Consolidated Schools Board meeting after insinuating teachers in the district were indoctrinating students with inclusive concepts that included signs in Spanish and allowing pride shirts. Additional details have been released about a weekend police chase that began in Livingston County and ended with an arrest in Detroit. According to a release from the Livingston County Sheriff's Office, at about 11.36 Saturday night, the uh, deputies were patrolling westbound 96 near M59 in Howell Township when they attempted to initiate a traffic stop on a white Ford Escape after determining that the plate was stolen from Ohio. The vehicle sped off into eastbound 96 until it exited at Spencer Road in Brighton Township. As the vehicle neared the end of the exit ramp, police say four of the five occupants exited the vehicle and fled on foot. One occupant stayed inside the vehicle. Two and the driver were taken into custody by responding units after a foot pursuit. All of the occupants were identified as males between 17 and 19 years of age from Detroit. They were lodged in the Livingston County Jail on charges of fleeing and eluding and resisting obstructing. The fifth occupant was not located at the scene, but instead arrested a short time later by Michigan State Police and the Green Oak Township Police Department after a second vehicle pursuit that ended in Detroit at Schoolcraft Drive and the Southfield Freeway. And a local coffee house will be looking to get a new look inside Thanks to a state grant announced Monday, the Michigan Economic Development Corporation announced 19 communities around Michigan have been awarded more than $490,000 in grants aimed at supporting small local businesses. Among the recipients, Uptown Coffee House in downtown Howell, which will receive $25,000. Owner, loaner, uh, owner Lorna Brennan tells Gigo News that Howell Main Street DDA assisted her with the paperwork and applied on her behalf. She plans to use the money for an interior renovation, saying that other than new equipment and her nearly 20 years of ownership, she has never made a change to the counter service area. And that's what's going on. And, of course, Gigo News brought to you by Cooper & Pinkley Jewelers in downtown Brightman. Uh, customer service, community involvement, honesty, professionalism, and, of course, exquisite merchandise is what Cooper & Pinkley Jewelers are all about. Don't forget Mother's Day is coming up. If you're looking for a custom design for mom, they've got that. They can take care of you. Also, Simon G. Zagani and other great designers. Cooper & Binkley Jewelers, Main Street in downtown Brighton, your first and last stop for that perfect gift and one-of-a-kind keepsakes. Browser selection online, cooperandpinkleyjewelers.com, or better yet, stop by and see for yourself everything they have to offer, unsurpassed customer service too. Cooper and Binkley Jewelers, an unparalleled, exceptional jewelry experience in downtown Brighton. And uh, let's see, we've got politicians in the news today. What? You know the way to win an election is to listen to and watch Mike and John Got It Going On. Yeah. Because if you want to know what's going on, this is it. So, therefore, we're going to recommend all politicians, those that are running, listen, view, talk about Mike and John got it going on. I mean, they, um, they can watch if they want. I, I don't know what they're going to get out of it, but they'll get some good local news. Well, yeah, I understand <laughs> that. <laughs> All right, but before before we get to uh, our buddy Bob Laura, yes, because that was the alarm that just went off. That that was the Bob Laura alert. The Bob, <laughs> Bob Laura alert. Our community spotlight alarm, which we've now made a regular feature of ignoring and being late. No, it's it's <laughs> so it, it goes off. We go yeah yeah yeah, and then we do something else. <laughs> it's kind of like you're supposed to clean your room. Yeah, we are. Yeah, but yeah, we got yeah. this going. I got to do right this now. first. <laughs> but so many people answered last night's trivia question, which was hilarious. Recent study found that most people. 
lose about three of these a year. Now, there were a couple of answers that said children. I'm a little concerned about right. some of the parents in, in the audience. But we had children. Sunglasses and glasses were a very popular right. uh, uh, guess yesterday. Uh, bets was another one. Only three a year? I think you're lying. Not with DraftKings, fella. If you're, well, yeah, they, they sport you enough. I mean, you can lose bets just all day long. Yeah, all day long. You know, I mean, come yeah, on. That only counts as one loss if it only happens in one day, right? Sure. sure. <laughs> okay. In a 24-hour period. Yeah, that's you know, just one loss. So if loss. you start making your bets at, say, 4 a.m., <laughs> <laughs> you know, and if you make your last bet after midnight the next day, that's, that's still a different day. It's the same day, though. It's the same. Oh, I guess the same twenty-four hours sleep. Gotcha. Same twenty-four hour period. All right. So some of the other answers yeah. to our question. I don't think anybody got it right. Um, um, a recent survey finding most people lose about three of these a year. Want to know what it is we're losing? Right. Chapstick was one I saw. Yeah. Uh, which. Okay, here's where, and I was like, way more, that's, that's, way, that's an undercount. That's an probably undercount. in the dryer. Okay, exactly. They're in the dryer, and I only know this when I pull clothes out, and I'm like, what are these weird stains? <laughs> what the hell? Or a waxy on the yeah. blue shirt. You can see that. Or they're under, there's like four of them. I guarantee you right now, there are four of them underneath the seats of my car. Probably, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're rolling around down there, and you're like, okay. Uh, pairs of underwear. <laughs> So. Hey, look what I found, your chapstick. Oh, It's hey. not the answer, though. No, no. All right, All right. so it's pairs a, of underwear. That's his That's How his do you chapstick. lose underwear? Well, we don't want to know. <laughs> Talk about your walk of shame. You know, you're walking down Grand River one day and <laughs> wonder where that came from. Yeah. Um, spoons. Spoons, good guess. Close, but not it. Nope. Uh, coffee cups, travel mugs. Well, you don't want to lose a Mike and John travel mug. You lose that. That's or a Mike and John mug, um, which yeah. you can now, get. If you notice, this needs to hit the wash, the wash washer. You got a little dribble there. Well, yeah. You know, you're staining it. I'm st- I'm d- you want me to wash it while I'm drinking out of it? I'll just lick it. <laughs> Hold on. There you go. Give it a lick. There you go. See, that's how you, that's how you get rid of a little coffee stain off your coffee mug. Give yeah. it a little lick. Get a little that? taste from yesterday. Is that good enough now? Yeah, it looks a lot better. Okay. A little slime on there. Well, well yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So the answer, the answer, forks. Stick a fork in it. Yeah. Fork is the answer. So spoons was the closest. Three forks. Yeah. Now, now where do they go? Yeah. Here, here's the thing, though. Uh, uh, if you were to just exclusively focus on households with teenagers, oh, look under it'd the bed. Be Thirty forks. They probably ended right. up in the garbage can. Right. <laughs> exactly. How many times they end up in the garbage can? I have literally pulled forks out of the garbage. I'm like, what? Is, are you looking? You're like. Why is there a fork? What are you doing? Uh, you know, it fell off when I was scraping this. <laughs> Trying to have a civilization here. Yeah. So forks. Right. Yeah, this is a dessert fork. I just it, it would fit in my pocket better. Yeah. But I wanted to make sure you got a visual of what we're losing so many. <laughs> okay. Did you that. bring a fork? Yeah. I mean, uh, a dessert. Sorry. No, I didn't bring a dessert. Well, 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 but you know what? The worst, the bad part is, since we're talking about washing dishes too, um, when you pull one of these out, whether it's a knife or a fork, and it's still got stuff on it. Right. After you've washed it in the dishwasher, is it technically clean? Yeah. As long as no one sees it. It's like the five-second rule. <laughs> yeah, if I pull yeah. something out it's of the dishwasher and, like I'm like, and I see like a, or, even a flake of something, I'll be like, ah, that's fine. <laughs> that's no one's going to see that. <laughs> I'm not eating over anytime soon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's give Bob Laura a call. We're, we're late. <laughs> that's good. There you go. <laughs> All right, let's give Uncle Bob a call here <laughs> and talk finances. Yes, good morning. Good morning, Bob. 
Morning, guys. Bob, Laura joining us, of course. Uh, you know, we, uh, John was telling us uh, uh, about a newsletter that you put out about inflation, and it's really not that bad, right? Things aren't I really mean, that bad. I mean, things are fine. It's... Prices are low. <laughs> it's all good. Well, until you check your bank account. Well, yeah. See, now this is the thing. I mean, everybody is complaining about inflation, but it's really on just certain things that are really hitting, uh, you know, that really hit us hard, and it's the stuff we use the most, whether it's gas or when we go to the grocery store, and you're like, this just cost me 100 bucks more than it usually does uh, to make a trip to the grocery store. So other than that, how, how are the rest of things on a global basis, or at least here in the U.S., looking? Well, you know, it, it is a tough time. I mean, it's kind of a, a shock adjustment where people, I mean, housing prices are up, healthcare is costing more. Uh, if you run a business, you know, uh, employment's costing you more. So there is, you know, this this process that's taking place. But what's really happening too is it's more of a normalization. It's not like this is going to keep going on. And that's kind of the sense you get from the headlines that, oh my gosh, inflation's the highest it's been in 30 years. And it's going to go higher and higher and higher. And that's really not how we see it. We see it starting to normalize and stabilize, and now we just have to adjust our expectations for it. So kind of ride the wave, so to speak, as far as uh, where we're at now, hopefully things evening out uh, when it comes to the, the everyday purchases. Well, and, and yeah, because really what, a couple of things are happening that, that are positive, you know, right? So the Federal Reserve is raising interest rates. When they raise interest rates, then, you know, the cost to finance a house or a car goes up. And so it's going to slow down demand, right? And so if people are out there not buying as much stuff or wanting as much stuff and there's not as much money out there, then that will slow things down. And that's what they do to kind of abate inflation. So we are seeing that happening. People are slowing down and so it's just us getting used to you know financing things at a higher rate i mean we have generations of people who've never financed something over five or six percent but that's just not reality we're just gonna have to get used to it but is that i mean you're right that historically when you look at the the context of it that's not what the you know the reality is but is that is perception becoming reality in other words have we created such a because we've been the fed has been doing this for so long now uh that i mean are we creating a situation where interest rates are that they rise above a certain percent that previously was acceptable was seen as normal and now politically is untenable even though historically and financially it shouldn't be i mean do you, do you get what i'm saying like yeah, and basically, because yeah. that's what the uproar is. I mean, everyone just is kind of overwhelmed that all this is happening, and, you know, you can blame politics. And I mean, there's lots of reasons that it's happening. The real reality is there's a lot of money out there chasing too many things. We really need the supply chain to improve, which we expect to have happen in the, the second to third quarter. People need to start slowing down, and interest rates have to be a little bit higher. And, and here's the crazy thing. The stock market can still go up when all those things happen. Now, we do expect the next couple months to be bumpy because the Fed is expected to raise rates a couple more times. And again, that, that, that sounds like, oh my gosh, it's going to be crazy. But I mean, the 10-year Treasury is still yielding below 3%. It historically averages 35 to 4%. So we're still a little ways away from where we need to get to. And so it's not going to feel good in the process. But once we're there, things will stabilize. Wages are going up. Jobs are still being filled. So there is some positive to it as well. So what's the danger of a recession 
uh, if the Fed acts too aggressively? I mean, is that a real danger, you think, or, or is that something that's being maybe blown out of proportion? No, it, it's part of the business cycle, and, and basically, recession just means negative GDP. So we've had them before, and it's, it's not the end of the world. It's not ushering in you know another Great Depression or a 2008-2009. It just means there's a slowdown in economic activity, and that's likely to happen, especially recently the two-year Treasury and the 10-year Treasury inverted, meaning shorter-term yields were paying more, um, which is a sign of a recession. But again, it's part of the business cycle and you can't time it so i don't know if that's going to happen potentially in six months or in 18 months but they're usually short you know they last maybe obviously two quarters so at six months so they're short and again if your investment time horizon is beyond three to five years then it really shouldn't be an issue for you so I guess I, you know, I, I, the, the where I, where I guess I, I see like financial analysts, uh, you know, on on TV and the various networks or whatever, who will say uh, that uh, that you know the Fed raising interest rates is a good thing, and that you know it's like exactly what you're saying, you know, that historically speaking they have been they have been suppressed, they've been relatively low, and that it, it's okay that they go a little bit well, that's higher. Unless you want to buy a half million you know. dollar home, then <laughs> the rates right, but that's, that's, that's exactly deal. what I'm getting at. They you know? say that, but then the markets react, and then when the Fed goes, even when the Fed goes, we're thinking about maybe later this year, possibly we're not sure, but it's possible we might raise the interest rate one billionth of one percent. And the market goes, oh my God, it's the end of the world. Uh, so I, I may be overstating that just no. a little bit, but nonetheless, it just seems like the the, the what is sound financial, you know, uh, advice and how the market reacts seem to somehow sometimes be disconnected. Something's always on fire. It yeah. seems like. Well, no, I mean, you guys are, and this is where why most people struggle as investors. There's no logic to the stock market. Ah. Uh, you can't just, you know, you would think that, you know, hey, Apple just put out earnings and they beat earnings, the stock's going to go up, but it goes down by 5%. You're like, what happened there? Or you would think that inflation slowing down would be good, but then it's bad because the Fed's going to raise interest rates. And that's kind of the dichotomy yeah. that the media and financial analysts play out. And that's why for individual investors, it's really about what are your time horizons, what are the companies that you like that have weathered storms and have done well and focusing on those things instead of this mass hysteria because right. it can be overwhelming and you can't make sense of it all. But if you look long term, have the right companies, you'll be in a good spot. So if an Elon Musk tweet wipes out your retirement, <laughs> you probably aren't on a very sustainable financial path. <laughs> you don't want to. And, and that's where people get caught up in the hype with that kind of stuff. And I always say to people, if you want to have fun or speculate, you can really Really only do it with one to three percent of your portfolio. So if you want to bet on meme stocks or you want to follow Elon Musk and his advice, like you can have a small chunk in there, but otherwise it's just unnecessary risk unless you're comfortable with it. I mean, some people like to go to the casino and put it all on black or red. Other people don't. So yeah. it's managing your personality as well. You know, I want, I want to ask you a little about uh, a little about the investing for those that do kind of play the market on their own and, and take that 1% or whatever it may be. Has, has there been any stock that's really kind of blown your mind going, wow, I can't believe people have, uh, have made it big on this? I'll tell you one of the craziest stories was I had a lady come in, um, it was a couple, and she told me about Ulta Beauty, you know, the, the, that little shop for beauty supplies. That's where John buys his shampoo. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. So it was like six years ago, and I'm like, wow, it's, you know, I'm, I don't really know much about it. I wasn't really paying attention to it. I think it was trading at like thirty or forty dollars a share. I have not checked it recently, but it is cr- it has cracked two hundred dollars. So wow. this thing has shot through the roof, and that's like a a really a, a good stock. And, a, and um, the client just was paying attention, and I had another client who was. Um, Looking at Generac, they're walking around their neighborhoods and they saw all these houses have these Generac generators and so they wanted to buy some. So we bought it around $80 a share and it shot up to like I think 250 So just paying attention to your local surroundings can really uh, be a boon for well, you. Well, yeah, if you're, you're looking at stuff that people use on a daily basis, you know, and here, here in America we like our food, so maybe frozen stuff, pizza, or whatever it may be. <laughs> French fries, you know, it could be a great stock. Or when you when you go to the grocery store and you see that a lot of stuff you were normally going to buy is gone these days, might be something to keep an eye on. Well, and that's what makes investing fun. Like if you're if you personalize it, so a lot of people just jump in. They've got a bunch of mutual funds or ETFs. They don't know what it's doing or how it's working. And not that those those approaches you know can work, but when you do personalize your your investing, it does mean more. It's more satisfying than just kind of having this blob of a portfolio and seeing it ebb and flow and not knowing why. And and then there's always the stocks that are, are like. Uh bulletproof in terms of of recession hot market slow market mid market doesn't matter things like alcohol <laughs> you know um, they're, they're they're always going to do good i mean there's there's like a there's like a, a section of stocks that are just sort of like are don't you consider those to be like bulletproof in that sense yeah, they may refer to as consumer staples, and a lot right. of people call them recession-proof. And it's things like Procter and Gamble or Johnson and Johnson, because people are still going to have to eat food, brush their teeth, wash their hair. Um, again, stores like Walmart or Costco, like they tend to do well in slower economic growth environments. And that's the other kind of thing is that it's just looking at looking ahead and saying, okay, if people are saying a recession is coming or that economic activity is going to slow down, you know, making slight adjustments to your portfolio to, you know, have more stuff in consumer staples or utilities or even healthcare, which isn't slowing down. So just making little shifts, that can help take the, the angst out. When I say little shift, like just moving 5 to 10% from a growth portfolio to, you know, value or to these other sectors can just feel like, Okay, I'm doing something about it. I'm just not riding the wave. Right, you're being a little more stable on it. And uh, this just brought up a great idea. I think we're going to open up a still here in the podcast and uh, start selling Mike and John booze. You assume we, so we, you assume there's not one right behind us. There. Yeah, you not assume the, there's the, not the, a still there. There may be one there. Yeah. We, we can't reveal that right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, Bob, always a pleasure to get your perspective. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, and before we let you go, one thing, uh, another thing I, I know you had mentioned earlier was about the housing market, which... You know, it was hot last year, and then it slowed down at the end of the year. And I, wasn't that because there was nothing left to know, sell? I mean, uh, I mean, you're going to bail on and, where and you're at. It seems like the conventional wisdom is is like, well, the hot part of the market is over, and now, uh, you know, uh, home sales are going to you know level off or, or stay you know at a more uh, reasonable pace, whatever you want to call that. But you don't, you're not so sure. Yes. So I think a couple of trends are really important. First, the millennials. I mean, they are a giant generation. Their ages are 26 to 41. They are in their prime earning family and house buying years. That's not going to change. We have the estimates were short three million homes. And now there's a lot of corporations going out there buying them up. 
I don't see that changing. Even as interest rates go up and people can afford less, the entry level stuff is especially you know below that three hundred thousand. It's not really changing, and so I know people are kind of well. I'm going to wait till the market cools off. It's really not positioned to do so, even with higher rates. And so I don't see it necessarily slowing down. All right, that's that's good news and bad news. If you're you know twenty something and ready to buy a house, it's still going to cost you more than than it would maybe two years ago. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the challenge. I mean, most people buy a house on payment with interest rates going up, but yeah. obviously wages are going up too, so that kind of helps as well. But it is going to be a challenge, and again, we're going to be faced with a hey, great time to sell, but then you got to go out and buy something. So balancing those things out. Exactly. Right. All right. Well, uh, thanks again, uh, Bob, uh, Laura from uh, Center Joe's Financial in Brighton. Always appreciate your perspective. Great talking to you guys. Take care. All right, Bob. Have a good one. Yeah, it's. Uh, that is an interesting uh, scenario as far as buying and selling houses. My son's looking for a house, and uh, I said, hey, you can move into John's basement. There's plenty of room. <laughs> I do it. I went right over there. <laughs> Rent's cheap. I, you know, uh, if you buy a house, you'll want to make sure that the garage door is working properly, and the folks to go to would be firehouse doors. Yeah, you know what their logo is? <laughs> their I mean, slogan? Their slogan, yeah. The door to quality, That's John. right. It is the door to quality. I'm glad you remembered. Firehouse Door is located in Livingston County. They've been serving residents for 24 years. Uh, Family-owned. They strive to treat each customer like family. I am a customer and have received exemplary service. And anyone I've ever talked to that's been a customer of Firehouse Doors say the same thing. Uh, Mike and Kim Witt uh, give, you know, just extraordinary effort towards making sure all their customers' needs are taken care of. It's a veteran-owned business. Mike, a proud U.S. Air Force veteran, and it's your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and rolling steel overhead door needs. In fact, our good friends over at Murphy's Family Auto not too long ago had a garage door problem, and uh, Mike showed up from Firehouse Doors and got that fixed right that morning. I mean, that was an urgent call to get their business running, and he got it up and going. Uh, So for the past 21 years, Firehouse Doors, they've been Livingston County's only authorized distributor for CHI overhead doors. Call Firehouse Doors today, 810-599. 7480. And tomorrow on the show... we got to wait till tomorrow to yeah. draw the winner? We will draw the winner for a 12-point inspection for up to two garage doors and openers. And whoever that winner is... And, and again... The, this is it's, a bonus yeah, right here. Yeah, it's a preventative maintenance package, free of charge. Mike comes out. He's not trying to do a hard sell. He's just going to give you a straight-up uh, you know, honest, uh, assessment. Yeah, honest assessment of, of where your garage door is at. And... Because you were drawn, your name is drawn, you get 10% off all future garage door needs for a month? No. No. Six months? No. no. Ten yeah. years? No. No. Life. Life. That's right. 10% for life. Yeah. Even if you change residences, wherever you live. I don't think that, I don't know. If you move to New Zealand, no. I don't believe no, that not, that's true. Not that, no, okay. I don't believe that's true. <laughs> I, think you're, I, I just, might have embellished yeah, that. You might have embellished bit. that a little well, bit. Well, maybe yeah. Mike wanted to go to New I, Zealand it, and check I, out your I understand that. Door. I don't believe that this is transferable, right. I think, but it's, you know. All, all right. your, I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but maybe you found a loophole. I don't know if I found yeah. a loophole or okay. not. I wasn't looking for right. one. Well, you found one. I found one. All right. This might be the last day Firehouse Doors advertises on our show. You've got to become a part of the 10%er club. Well, yeah, 10%er club, that's right. And, yes. of course, we'll do that drawing TPC, tomorrow. TPC, we call it. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, and as I mentioned, Murphy's Family Auto. Uh, your car knows. Yeah. 
great folks over there, 517-552-3040. Time to get the car ready, uh, give you that spring inspection ready for the summer travel season. We'd say take off your snow tires and put on your regular tires, and they can do it for you. But right. you might want to wait a couple more days just in case. You know the case. thing I like about April snow, like the one we got yesterday? I don't like anything about it. Well, I don't like, I, I agree, but hey. I don't. I just know. I automatically. I know. I'm not shoveling this. No. And no, here's and around in, in the Howell area where it was, it was you know it covered lawns. The streets were fine. Driveways. Yeah, it was a little no slushy I know some other areas got heavier snow. And I. Right. But in my mind, when it started, I was like, I don't care if we get 12 inches of snow. I'm not shoveling anything. I don't care. He says I don't that care. in January too. I don't care. No, I, I get out there and I. Well, I don't shovel. It's snowblow. Yeah, but snowblow. Uh, anyway, uh, so that's. I don't mind April snow so much. Because I just know I'm never going to shovel it. And I don't care. If I have to barrel into my garage at 80 miles an hour to get through the snow drift and then probably need a new garage door because I if slammed you do, into we it. we know who can take And I'll call Firehouse Doors. And then my car, of course, will need to get repaired. So I'll call Murphy's Family Auto, 517-552-3040. And I'll save 5% off my own bill if I say, hey, Mike and me sent me. Or Mike and John sent you. Exactly. Yeah. Say five percent. Murphy's Family Auto. Your car knows Murphy'sFamilyAuto.com. Hey, I uh, want to thank a good uh, friend of the show. We've known uh, Spencer Kling for a long time. Many, we'll many just, years. We'll just put it she, this way. Spencer was uh, part of our morning show for a while. She won she, the intern con. We did. Remember, yes. we did an intern, and it was based on um, creativity. But remember, it was a TV show at the time. It was really popular. Uh, it was. Uh, it was the one where people got fired. No, that, I don't know. Not that it one. It was uh, whatever it was. But we did like an intern contest where you could be Mike and John's intern. Right. And we had various people come and apply. And uh, Spencer was one. Spencer was the winner. Was Wasn't she? she the winner? No, I think uh, I think somebody else that worked in the news department was one of our winners. I think Spencer was Are you a, sure? an applicant. Oh. But I think Lindsay Smith See, was. That's how long ago that's that was. That's how long ago it yeah. was. I got to remind them yeah. because we had. Are you we sure? Had, Lindsay Smith. Was no, well, I know Lindsay Smith came and worked in the news department. Did she win that? Well, her boyfriend Adam, right, tried. Now her husband. And Spencer was one of the contestants. Are you sure? I think so. I thought Spencer. She ended won. Up, you know what she won? She won the job of delivering lunches <laughs> that we gave away on a daily That's basis. Right. But Spencer was a big part of the show for for quite a while. A lot of fun. Would call in uh, her and her uh, family, Jean, her daughter, and uh, grandson, uh, been on the show. And Spencer saw us talking about the Walk for Warmth, which is uh, coming up on May 14th right. over at the old Heartland High School. And uh, we are looking for pledges, hoping to make $1,000. It's the mustache challenge. If we can raise $1,000 for the Mike and John Walk team. Could be a stash from the past. This could is be gone. out of here. Yeah. but it, And we were at, uh, yesterday, you know, we had $125 for, for a while, and then somebody uh, gave us uh, $30, very nice donation, thank yep. you, very, that moved us to $155, and that was great. Look at him with the math. Uh, and then yesterday, we heard from Spencer. $500 donation yeah. to rid the mustache, but she loves the mustache so much that she wants the mustache to stay. Right. So she doesn't want the stash to go. No. So what do we do now? Well, we made a pledge at at a thousand dollars. So I think we have to uh, we have to live up. We to have that. to honor. Yes, that. you have to live up to that. I mean, uh, what if we hit nine ninety nine and ninety nine cents? Um, somebody will give a penny. Don't worry. Oh, I'd give that. Penny. Yeah, I'm sure you would. That's what I meant. <laughs> I don't think there's a people want to humiliate me, and they're. They, but here's the thing. See, this is the thing I'm going to tell you. This is a side deal. I'm going to talk out of the side. Talk of like this, so, so nobody so knows. So that no one else knows. Turn to the camera here's the like thing. that. I was kind of using this because I, 
kind of wanted to get rid of it anyway, or at least try it out. Give it and, a try. And if you remember, the whole idea even came into my head because my daughter at one point said she had a nightmare that I shaved my mustache off, which made me laugh. At first, I thought it was so funny that I go, that's your nightmare. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, you know, maybe it's time for a change. Maybe it is time maybe to Maybe it is time to change. Time to rearrange. It's time for change. change. You uh, got to <laughs> oh, God, dear, stop. Little Brady moment yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. All right. We so, we, anyway, so Spencer. Donations. Right. And uh, so she put up $500 wow. uh, towards the mustache challenge. Although, as you said, she also didn't want to. Uh, she wanted me to keep the mustache. So we're, we're, we're a little. We're, it's a bit it's, of a conundrum, and we should point out uh, that uh, she made the donation in memory of uh, Joey Little, so uh, her beloved Joey, and uh, so we're 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 happy to accept that and apply it. And of course, you know we're having a lot of fun with all this. Walk for warmth, though, for the Oakland Livingston Human Service Agency, raising much needed funds uh, to help out folks with their utility needs throughout the entire year. So. Uh, that's really what it's all about. We're having some fun trying to raise some money. Spencer, though, stepping up, and again, in memory of uh, of her Joey. So $500. Thank you, Spencer. And now we're Wait just a, a few hundred dollars short of the of the $1,000 mustache challenge. And those that walk with us, we've got Mike and John got it going on gear. Yeah. We'll if have... that doesn't inspire you, our friends of, right. at Spirit of Livingston working with us to uh, make those Mike and John got it going on T-shirts for our walkers. So make sure you make your donation. Let us know that you're going to be walking. We'll have a meet-up point. We're, we're and we're going to have details on the type of gear. Details on the gear coming up. Yes. We're working on that assiduously. Nice word. Thank you. Can you look that up? Uh, For those that don't know what assiduously yeah, means, that's uh, tenuously. We're just yeah. na- we're just well, working, working, working. Assiduously. Fingers to the bone. Yeah. No? No. They both have slea. Oh, acid. <laughs> it has to do with acid. There'll be okay. acid wash shirts assiduously. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like okay. I need a roll aid. Yeah. <laughs> so. You know, Mom's Day is coming up, and now's the time to get Mom that perfect gift from McNightlights.com. Yes. 3D printed nightlights, just like the Mike and John got it going on ones right above Rocky behind us. See that right there? Um, right there. Yeah, that one there. Right above Rocky's head. Right. Those are pretty cool. Turn your old family photos into wonderful gifts. A great new way to bring old photos back to life. You can uh, get one for 20, get two for 15, light up two rooms for mom. Right. McNightlights.com. Place your order today. Very simple. Go online. You can upload your photo right there, right off your phone, frankly. And they do a great job. And I just picked up the the, the nightlight I got for my daughter yesterday of our, of our beloved uh, pet, Scrambles, who's no longer with us. And uh, I gave it to her yesterday, and she was very touched by it. She goes, oh, my God, this is so cool. Uh, so it's it, it's a really wonderful way. And, again, uh, mcnightlights.com. All right. So check that out for Mom. Um, Florida guy sent the Guinness, uh, set the Guinness Book of World Uh-oh, Records. Oh, Florida guy. Yeah, Florida guy. It's a Florida Long guy alert. Florida guy. <laughs> Florida guy alert. Is there a gator involved? No. Okay. No, he saw the latest Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man No Way Home, in in theaters 292 times. He sat through Spider-Man. Now, I've, is there any movie you've seen... You know, more than once. More in, than now, in the in theater, theater. In a theater, in a right. Theater. I mean, we've all What's seen you know movies dozens of times that have been on TV or whatever. But it came out in December, and he has seen it 292 times in theaters for the Guinness Book of World Records. Now, in order to do that, you have to stay in the seat. You can't go take a pee. You can't go to the concession Wait, stand. You 292 to... times yes. in a row? Not in a row. Oh, oh but, but each, each one of them. Okay. And We're that means it. the trailers and everything else. Right, right, right. $3,400 in tickets. Dear Lord. 
watch the film without interruptions, two and a half hours long, 292 times. It's about 730 hours of his life watching the same movie. Right. And like I said, that doesn't count seeing all the, the trailers and everything else that go before and after. Right. Uh, I, off the top of my head, the only movie I can think I've seen was Aliens, and I saw it three times. Twice back to back. Me and a buddy went and saw it, and we were in Florida. Now that I think about it, we were in Florida when we originally saw it, and we came out of the theater, and we go, that was so cool, let's go see it again. And we turned right around and went back in and watched it again. And then, like, a couple weeks later, I was like, that was a good movie, I'm going to see it again. Did did you go to the bathroom after the first showing, hang out for a while, go back in when it started up again? No comment. He paid. It was Florida. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and back then, seeing aliens probably cost you a buck twenty-five. Right, right. right? Although, so well, thirty-four hundred dollars. I could probably do it now since you know math has been outlawed in Florida. But anyway, <laughs> so all right, Guinness Book of World Records. Yes, all right, two hundred ninety-two times. You say? Yes. You know? All right, hold on. I gotta. This is bugging me. This, this is, is crooked. Yeah. Well, you're the one who said it. Just, just, was that bugging you too? Because I, I thought you were I was like, it's, in the show. It's, no, no, not. See, this is the. You know, it's not oh, that. that. No, I'm, I'm saying that was better. Go ahead, a little more that way. I think it's like a little more, a little, a little more toward me. Okay, there you go. Yeah, you want yeah, it like, that's a lot. You want it like that? Yes, you look much better now. <laughs> <laughs> Are we ready? For, <laughs> Whoa! I, yeah, there you go. <laughs> you like that better? I like this much All better. Right, I think time. this is the better. This is way better. It's time for the two cent history lesson. All right. Garlic day today. Not a big fan. But it is good for you. National Hanging Out Day. Whatever it is that's hanging out. It's hanging out. <laughs> Just hanging out. Just hanging out. out. You know, kids kids these days, here comes the old man rap. Oh, boy. Uh, kids these days. They don't hang I, out. I love how they, they go, oh, what are you doing? I'm hanging out. You're like, you're in your bed on your phone. Oh, what I'm are you? hanging out. Yeah, we're hanging out with my friends. No, uh, you're not. No, you got to go outside to hang No, out. we're texting. We're hanging out. Or no, at least in the not, backyard. No, that's not hanging out. Right. And now that's, that's given rise to um, uh, the phrase, in the real world. Oh. Or IRW. Yeah. Yeah. IRW. Is this a real world encounter? Hmm. Huh? No. phone. It's also humorous day. A day to find humor in any situation. Even if it's not so good of a situation. Right. Throwing a little humor around. Right. It can be good for you. You know, like when you go online and you see a news story that, or something masquerading as a news story that's about candy. Huh. And you go... What the bleep is this? Um, that was fake news yeah. because the chocolate bunny exists. I know. And it is in the top right. ten. Right. I don't I care who tells you it wasn't. Yeah, I know. It's there. Right. That's hilarious. 1775. On this day, the American Revolution began in Lexington, uh, Lexington Common with the shot heard around the world. Just so you know, that shot really wasn't heard around the world. It really no, wasn't it's that a, it's loud. It's a figurative. It's a figurative speech. It was kind of like Will Smith's slap of Chris Rock. <laughs> no, that the was kind of heard around the world. world. That was heard yeah, around the world because the show was being broadcast yeah. around the they world. They didn't have so the award shows yeah. in 1775. You know, if they had... <laughs> so, <laughs> Don't get your yeah. wig in a bunch. <laughs> Charles Duria in uh, 1892, finished building the first American automobile. Hmm. The buggy yacht. The buggy yacht? The buggy yacht. Oh, wow, okay. That's what he called it. Sure. Charles Duria. Hmm. Duria. Kind of sounds like a medical condition. <laughs> He's suffering do from Duria. Do you have Charles Duria? Talk to your doctor. <laughs> Side effects include buggy yacht. Duria. <laughs> if you have Charles Duria, buggy yacht can occur. Talk to your doctor. <laughs> Side effects may include penile fracture. 
I was going to say, let's go for a walk along the beach. So, 1960. <laughs> Jeez, he can't walk along that, the beach. He's got to Rio. Yeah, my God. Uh, <laughs> doctor, I've, 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 got, uh, I've got penile fracture, doctor. I... Uh, where did this come from? That was a, I actually said it was a, some drug commercial, and they said one of the side effects was penile fracture. And I'm like, well, then no. Don't OD on that. Then the answer is no. I'm not taking this. Okay, we got All right. it. Let's see if you have like a... 1960, mm-hmm. chronic diarrhea. 1960, <laughs> baseball uniforms began displaying players' names on the backs. Ah. So it could be a good thing. Right. And then a bad thing if you make an error. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. It really just made it easier for the announcers. It really did. Yeah. But, you know, it was a big thing. I mean, when I was in Little League, we didn't have our names on the backs. People had to remember you by your number. But it was a big thing when you could put your name on the back. Did you ever have your name on the back of a jersey? Yeah. As a player? Yeah. Huh. I didn't. I had to put it on there. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> So you're the only one on the team? Like, yeah. Okay, Marino. Hey, Marino. <laughs> 1980, for the first time ever, the f- top five artists on the U.S. country chart were all female. 1980, Crystal Gale. Okay. Dottie West. Got it. Emmy Lou Harris. Sure. Tammy Wynette. Absolutely. And Debbie Boone. Mm. You, on the country chart? Well, well yeah, yeah, I guess. You light on my life. That, that, was a, that was not a country song. Uh, That's ridiculous. That old man ran now. It was a crossover hit. I know, but... 1986. What, what qualifies that as a country song? I it, Honestly. Country stations played it. <laughs> okay. That qualified, you know. Nailed it. There you go. <laughs> By the way, did you hear uh, Garth Brooks opened up a bar? In, no. Uh, I think it's Nashville. Okay. It's called Friends in Low Places. Sure. Makes sense. Yeah. It's, I'd, uh, I'd go there. Apparently, they don't have any chairs. It's just... Bean bags? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a low place. No. It's I just kind a of a rail around the walls. Uh, you know, it's a little honky tonk okay. place. Oh, it's a friendly honky tonk place. Uh, yeah. 1986, Prince started a two week st- uh, run at number one on the U.S. charts with his hit Kiss. In 1986, he also wrote the song that was at number two, Manic Monday by the, uh, by the Bangles. I did know that. He wrote that under the pseudonym. Not unpronounceable symbol, but Christopher. It was a song by Christopher. Oh, that's all he wrote? It was by Christopher. It was by Christopher. Hello. Hello, Christopher. Christopher. Yes, if that's your real name. The musical The Producers opened on Broadway on this day in 2001. And it was on this day in 2014. The White House refused to comment to comment on a campaign to deport one Justin Bieber <laughs> from the U.S. Yeah, About 275,000 people signed a petition on its website, calling for the Canadian singer to be removed from the country. Kick him out, they said. Yeah. That Bieber. Yeah. If not, we're going to build a wall. Yeah. And then the next thing Canadian you know, Canadian border. He'll be making commercials for Tim Hortons donuts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Little Biebs. And how long, I mean, how long till Justin Bieber is doing pharmaceutical commercials? You know, once he reaches a certain age... Is he suffering from diarrhea? Right. That's what I'm saying. At the certain, <laughs> you know you're old when your teenage icons are doing, you know, pharmaceutical commercials. So, for instance... That's pretty bad. Who for all the line? girls... So, uh, for for all the girls in the late 80s, early 90s, who sure. are like new kids on the block... Oh, they're, know, not, they're not doing them yet, are they? Uh, no, Donnie but I... Uh, no, yeah, yeah. No. I did see uh, Donnie Wahlberg do... Maybe it wasn't a drug commercial, but it was some. Maybe it was insurance. I don't know. It's either a drug commercial or a reverse mortgage commercial. That's it. You're now old. You're done. You're done. When do we get to do those reverse mortgage commercials? Right. I don't know. 
we should talk to Bob Laura about reverse mortgage. I don't don't reverse. I don't think, I don't think you should do a reverse. First, you have to, we have to figure well, out reverse mortgages. It sounds mildly dirty. Hey, <laughs> you, want a, reverse you want a reverse mortgage? <laughs> We're going to reverse mortgage party. <laughs> Everybody, hey, put your deed in the bowl. <laughs> you see, put your you deed to go to their place. Hey, hey. and you go home with a different. <laughs> oh wow, this has been demented. Today. Yes, it has. Well, that's what we're all about. <laughs> we we kind of are. Yeah. So uh, coming up tomorrow, we are going to talk uh, charity bikes. Yes. Charity bicycles. We're talking in, about in Howell and yeah. an upcoming bike sale. Yeah, so pretty cool stuff. We'll get to that. Also, Uncle Bill joining us for School of the Fools. Tomorrow. That's true. Uh, and don't forget, merch store at MikeAndJohnPodcast.com. Uh, we are planning a visit over to uh, Spirit of Livingston, who handle our merch store. Yes. And uh, we're going to be uh, talking about some updated merch coming up. But in the meantime, of course, Spirit of Livingston, a custom T-shirt and screen printing company providing high-quality graphic design services and custom embroidery. Give them a call today, 517-545-8831, or go online, Spirit of Livingston. Dot com. You know, our spring line will be coming out soon. Oh, yeah. The spring line will be out there. Yeah. After the snow clears, it's the spring line. We'll be hanging out in Paris with the chicks. Oh, those are the new designers. It's, it's Marino and King. Oh, it's the Marino and King line. It's wonderful. <laughs> M and K. M and K. It sounds it's like a new M and K. And not the letters M and K. It should M be M and M and, M and K. M and K. E M M O N K A Y. M and K. M and K. It's the M and K line. The new fragrance from M and K. M and K. Smells like oh my cheese. God. You know. <laughs> and feet. <laughs> what's, what's that? What's that funky smell? I, is it M and K? Ooh, that oh, no. smell. Oh no. It's something from the greenhouse in Walled Lake. <laughs> yes, if you've got aches and pains, anxiety, the greenhouse in Walled Lake is the one-stop shop for all your quality, safe, legal, and effective cannabis needs. In fact, if you go online, greenhousemi.com, you can make arrangements for delivery to Brighton. The greenhouse 100% locally owned. Owner Jerry Millen's been involved in Michigan's cannabis community for over 15 years. He's a grower, a caregiver, and an advocate who's hoping to bring his services directly to Brighton, where he uh, wants to open up a center. And if you've got sleep issues, pain issues, stop by the greenhouse today. Talk to one of their bud tenders. They can uh, give you the best advice when it comes to sleep gummies and other products. Wide variety of flavors and dosages and can work with you to develop a product that works best for you. Right. The Greenhouse at the corner of Wald Lake and Pontiac Trail. They serve everyone from soccer moms to seniors. They want to serve you. Call them today, 833-644-7336 or online, greenhousemi.com. All right. I'm going to take my fork so I don't lose it. Yeah. That was the answer, by the way. I spit on that, by the way. Oh, that's right. Yeah, there is a little yeah. speck. There. That was it. But I cleaned it up. That was with my, I cleaned it with my spit. Yeah. That's clean now. <laughs> so I'm taking my fork and going home. Yeah. There'll be another trivia question tonight Get for those your, that would like to follow that. Stuff Get the little, fork out of here. I've got my fork and I'm going yeah. home. Yeah, you are. That's it. It's We're about done time. for today. I hope so. Music? You think so? Well, yeah. Okay. Are, did, was there a band? More? No, no. I think we're done. We're done. Are we done? I think so. Hold on. No, not yet. Oh. we got to roll over once, and then we'll be done. No. Get the backside. Uh, what, wait, what backside am I getting? What is happening here? All right. The Somebody band was, is ready now. The band ready? Yeah, they were ready. on a break right now. They were out in the back you know, having a... They take stopped five. by the wall. The, the, the <laughs> they greenhouse. just got back from Wall Lake. They just got back from Wall Lake. <laughs> <laughs> They're ready to, huh? to close out the show. Okay. There they go. Oh, wow. They sound tight today. Yeah, they do.
Hey, weren't the Cougar Girls working on our our song? That's, uh, they said they're going to get back to us in a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, not the Cougar Girls. What was the name of their? It was Kitty and Cougar? Kitty and or Cougar. Cougar and Kitty? I can't remember. Kitty now. and Cougar. Cougar and Kitty or Kitty and Cougar? Uh, this is horrible that we don't remember. M and K. M and K. The fragrance. The new M and K. It's fragrance. like a pheromone. It attracts others to you. <laughs> M and K. What's that smell? Is that M and K? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what the hell is that? That's M and K. It's M and K. That should be our commercial. <laughs> what the hell is that? It's M and K. It's taking over. It's... <laughs> 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 okay. Wasn't that coffee today? Yeah. I don't know.